the best podcast in baseball is brought to you by Clauses by Design. Update your closet, garage, office, pantry, and more. Imagine your home totally organized with Closets by Design. Call 1-800-BY-DESIGN. That's 1-800-BY-DESIGN. When Lou Brock first came to the Cardinals in 1964, a lot of St. Louis fans were unsure about the trade, but he made a splash in his first game with the Cardinals. I'm Carter Chapley, and this is Playbacks, an audio series that brings to life the archives of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, recorded and edited by Chris Light. Today, we go to June 16, 1964, when Lou Brock made a great first impression and Ken Boyer hit for the cycle. Birds and Bees Break Skid by Neil Russo of the Post-Dispatch staff. Dateline, Houston, Texas, June 17th. For a team that had starved at the plate and was reduced to K strikeout rations, the spread was like a smorgasbord. Ken Boyer, recently cold as an icicle, hit for the cycle after putting on his lucky sport coat. The Rabbits, Lou Brock, Julian Javier, and Kurt Flood put on a speed show. The All-Star Game infield of 1963 shone again, collecting 10 hits. And Kurt Simmons, pushed around in his last two starts, pitched a four-hit 7-1 victory over the Houston Colts. So the watermelon, cantaloupe, and pizza tasted better than ever in the visitors' clubhouse after the Cardinals snapped their five-game losing streak last night. The Redbirds turned out to be spoil sports after all. They had a chance to take over ninth place from the Colts, who had won the first two games of the series, but just couldn't make it. Boyer, hitless in seven of his last eight games, beat out an infield hit, then doubled, tripled, and hit a home run, his 10th. His three runs batted in boosted his season to a total of 46. On the player's bus en route to Colt Stadium, Boyer had called attention to a light sport coat that he was wearing. I hadn't worn it at all on this trip, so I figured I might break our bad luck streak if I put it on, Boyer said. Yes, I'll wear it tomorrow too. Jim Toomey, the Cardinal publicity director, said he was going to have the coat sewn on me if we won. The Cardinals, held to nine runs in their last eight games on this 4-11 trip that ends tonight, feasted with 15 hits, three walks, and a base on an error. There was plenty of traffic out there, said Vern Benson, third base coach. When was the last time one of our outfielders other than Flood got on base four times? Benson was referring to Brock's Redbird starting debut, which included a triple, a single, and two walks. The only Redbird outfielder other than Flood to get on base four times in one game this season was Charlie James. He did it with three hits and a base on an error. The Redbirds stole three bases, all in the eighth inning. Javier swiped two, Brock one. As for Brock's triple to left center, coach Joe Schultz said Brock outran the ball. On the three-bagger, Brock stumbled a bit after rounding second. But he still was in on me before I knew it, Benson said. Schultz added, you'll see Brock run better in St. Louis where the ground is harder. I had the clock on him in the last two series with the Cubs when he was with them. He consistently ran to first base in 3.8 seconds, once in 3.75. That's extremely fast. Javier makes it in close to four seconds. Manager Johnny Keene recalled a time when Brock once hit a two-hop grounder sharply to Boyer. I figured it was impossible to beat out. But Brock did it, Keene said. 
and he hit two balls on the nose tonight. Said pitcher Glenn Hobby, who teamed with Brock for three years, pitchers have to work on Flood and Brock all the harder because they don't want either of them on base with White and Boyer coming up. Brock has a lot of power, too. Boyer and Simmons said they were over their backaches. Boyer had been bothered by a cold earlier on this disastrous trip. Then in San Francisco, swinging at a pinch from Juan Marichal, he suffered a strained back. The injury obviously hampered him at the plate. The rain and cold weather in San Francisco helped throw Boyer out of his swinging groove, but the Houston heat has helped. Simmons, who missed a turn because of sacroiliac problems, gave up only one hit, Bob Aspamonte's safe bunt, until the seventh inning. A home run by Rusty Staub in the seventh cost Simmons a shutout. Staub hit a hanging slow curve. He stayed with the pitch and hit the ball well, said Simmons. Kurt walked only one batter and hit one as he improved his record to 7-5 with his first victory in a month. Simmons had only one mild protest last night, the flashing of each man's batting average on the scoreboard as he goes to the plate. Even before Kurt took his turn in the ninth, the scoreboard showed a disgraceful 0-5-6 for him. It's not fair, he feels, because no scoreboard displayed his batting average a few years ago when he led all major league pitchers in hitting with 303. The homer was the 13th off Simmons and matched his yield for the entire 1963 season. Thanks for listening to Playbacks. Be sure to check out the links and related articles in this episode's show notes. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.